embark on an exhilarating journey with Chris, the vibrant host of Coffee on the Couch, as he brings his unmatched interviewing finesse to our esteemed partnership with positive news for you. From riveting conversations with innovative entrepreneurs and influential thought leaders, to intimate dialogues with individuals harboring compelling life stories. Chris's distinctive approach infuses every episode with a captivating blend of authenticity and positivity as an essential component of positive news for you. Coffee on the Couch stands as your portal to a world brimming with uplifting human experiences. Tune in and join the celebration of diverse voices, inspiring narratives, and the unwavering spirit of optimism exclusively on positive news for you. Stay tuned because we have some great discount codes for you to take advantage of. Some are on a limited timetable, as well as regular affiliate codes to be taken advantage of. Welcome back. On today's show, we have an individual who finds her passion in the jewelry business. She puts lots of time and energy into her pieces, and that last part is not figurative. She literally puts energy into her pieces and believes it imparts positive vibes into the wearer. With that said, we'll turn it over. Stay tuned to the end as we have discount codes to offer and other goodies you won't want to miss. Coffee on the couch will be starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and we're live. Welcome, dear listeners, to another enchanting episode of Coffee on the Couch, brought to you by Positive News for You. Today, we dive into the ethereal world of Moon Maving Co., where the talented Hannah, a, lot, a true artist and seeker of beauty, crafts jewelry with intention and spiritual resonance. Just like the phases of the moon that inspire her creations, Hannah brings a unique glow to the art of jewelry making. So get ready for an introspective journey as we explore the intersection of creativity, spirituality, and intentional living with the magical Hannah Lawton of Moon Maven Co. So welcome, Hannah. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I love that introduction. That was beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. So, yeah, very um, magical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought we'd start with a quick little how we know each other. Um, yeah. And that's uh, that's pretty simple in terms of guests. Uh, so I happened to be visiting a friend of mine, Beth Hunt, who owns Not Just Produce. Mm-hmm. And, um, Love Beth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you you have some of your inventory there. You, you, you sell stuff out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you, do you care to speak a little bit about that? Like, um, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... I have been a loyal customer in the Beth store for quite some time because when it gets cold out, I do not want to cook. I don't want to do anything except sit on my couch and be nice and cozy or make my jewelry. I just, I don't want to cook because it's cold Mm -hmm. and, you know, so I went in there and I asked one day and just, you know, wanted to see if I could put my jewelry in there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. after building a relationship with everybody in there, um, she didn't even think twice, and she said, absolutely. Um, my jewelry's been doing really, really well in there, which is great. Um, I've been getting right. people to walk into that store who haven't been in there before, which is great for both of us. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's it was just a great opportunity to kind of get my name out there a little bit more in the community, which is something that I 
I really like to do is get my name out there and put it out there in a positive light. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, because of Beth, you know, my business kind of really snowballed from there, um, thanks to her yeah. and allowing me to be in her store. Um, that's the store, the first storefront that I put my um, my jewelry in, and now I'm in two of them. <clears throat> mm. And it's it was a great opportunity, and I, I thank her for that. I really do. Yeah, and Beth is a real sweet lady, but she is very savvy for sure. Yes, yes. Um, uh, so you know, I've been. Uh, I've known Beth for a little bit, and um, you know we've been trying to work on getting something going. And then this most recent trip, when I was visiting my folks in Mass, um, when I was there for the holidays, I stopped into Beth to see the improvements because I hadn't seen it in a while. Mm -hmm. And I um, I talked to Beth a little bit. I was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna browse around, check it out." She's like, "Oh, sure, sure, doll, just check it out. See what see what we got." Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was looking at it, and of course, Beth, uh, very, very active, very go, go, go. So sometimes <laughs> it's like you get a few words in, then you wait, and then you get a little bit more in, and then you wait. Yeah, and yeah. And the customer comes along, and you wait. Oh, yeah. And so She's a real businesswoman. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was talking to her, and I told her, I'm like, all right, look, so Beth, this is what I'm thinking would be the best option going forward. What I think, I've noticed you have a lot of artisans back there, and what I think would be the best option would be to uh, first get a lot of your, your artisans on the podcast, interview them, talk about where they're located, where they're, what they're doing in your store, and then once I get a, a handful of them, on the podcast from your store, then you bring you on and hey, this is Beth Hunt and this is mm. a store where so and so and so have been. You know, she's like, Oh, I love that idea. I love I it. It's yeah. a great idea. She's like, So here's a question though. What would we do? Would we have me first or them first? So I was like, Well, I think it'd be better to have the guests first and then mm -hmm. you know have you kind of like a build up. She goes, Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. I love that idea. So, <laughs> and uh, so it's like, all right, great. And um, so I went to work uh, collecting the information and getting a hold of people. And um, to my knowledge, you're actually the first guest from her store on here. So. Oh wow! I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so always pays to be the first, right? <laughs> so, but. Um, yeah, so it was uh it's it's been good chatting with you back and forth and we're able to get through it through sickness and all that. So I know, we're finally but, uh, here. <laughs> yep. So um with that, uh why don't we jump right into the questions? Absolutely. Alright. So um what sparked your passion for creating jewelry? And how did May Moon Maven Co. come to life? Oh, wow. So, <clears throat> funny enough, uh, growing up, I never saw myself as a creative person. I never had a niche that uh, I was good at that stuck. Um, and that mm -hmm. also comes in part with me being so very ADHD diagnosed since I was in second grade. Um, so it's also <laughs> hard for me to find something I love and commit to it, you know. Um, 
but uh so I tried you know different sports I tried different you know uh like painting and all kinds of different art uh, mediums and nothing just really was for me but I've always 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 loved jewelry specifically earrings and I always loved to mm. purchase from other small businesses and um there was one business in particular who I used to buy from a lot, um, you know, back in high school. And the style of this business was very inspiring to me. It was kind of the baseline of what inspired me today. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> and it, it, taking, you know, my inspiration from that and then turning it into mm -hmm. what I make now uh, was the start of my creative process. So it's hard again it's hard for me to stick with one thing so as you might have noticed mm -hmm. i have a lot of different mediums that i work with um i work with resin i work with beads i work with crystals i work with different metals um mm. and i combine all of it to make something completely magical and i think that's something that also helps separate me from others because i don't stick to just one thing i keep i keep exploring you know mm -hmm. yeah and um moon maven the name came from where did it come from i i mean i love the moon and i sat there racking my brain for hours and i think it went on for a couple of days actually trying to think <laughs> of something that would sound good that would also be mm -hmm. you know appropriate to associate with the moon and i, I was like right. moon lover moon 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 what, moon <laughs> what and i was searching yeah. on the internet for what kind of name could i use and then i found um moon and then i saw the word maven and i looked mm. up into what maven means and it's basically like a connoisseur of something so like mm -hmm. meaning i know i know a lot about the moon so moon maven co mm -hmm. completely made sense and it sounds really well when it rolls off the yeah. tongue so yep. there we go <laughs> yeah no it definitely does and it's uh it's curious because uh, I think that's one of the things that sometimes is overlooked is a good name. Um, yes. Yeah. You know, I good um, name and good branding is is mm, key to a successful business. For sure, for sure. I uh, my my podcast name actually started um, in 2016 as just a simple blog that I created, and. Um, I was in a position where I was back at my parents' house for a little bit, mm -hmm. and I was in between things, and um, I was, my parents had a pull-out couch in my old bedroom, so that was <laughs> what I was sleeping on, yeah. and every day I had to, when I went to bed, I had to pull it out, and every day when I woke up, I had to put it back to a couch, yeah. so one of the days I was sitting on the couch, drinking some coffee, trying to create a blog, and I said, oh. You know what in the world am I gonna name this blog? Like, oh, what, what even? And so I thought of a thing from before that kind of inspired the thought for this. And I was like, huh, okay, well, I'm drinking coffee and I'm on the couch. Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of rings. I'm like, coffee on the couch. All right. Yeah. You know, I love so, it. Yeah, and I've just, I've just carried the name through the years through the different platforms. So. It kind of makes me think of um, the show Friends, if I'm being honest, which I love the association yeah. because it's like 
friends is obviously all about this great friendship and they always go to the cafe and they're sitting on the couch drinking their coffee and mm. you know that's immediately what it made me made me think of and it's like here we are we're becoming friends i have hey, coffee yep. right here right next to me and you know i'm sitting on my couch <laughs> it's it's yep. crazy how the universe works like that yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it's uh and I've, I've gotten a lot of compliments on the name, um, yeah. which is always good too. But um, yeah, it is it is curious. Uh, I've got my coffee too. I had to, uh, so normally I record at the kitchen table in our, our uh, first floor, but I didn't account for the fact that today's a holiday. So school's yeah. not in session. So, yeah. You know, I was like, okay, so I'm currently up in my bedroom with my laptop and my travel mug and because uh, so, <laughs> you know do. yeah oh yeah um the haitians have a really nice saying it's uh degoge which means uh make it work so oh i like that yeah so but um yeah yeah so it is curious um and there's a lot of i think there's a lot of uh value in a good name because not only if it's a good name, can it be memorable, but also presentation, you know, yes, people see something yes. so like I'm, I'm looking at your, uh, your logo, right, right on your, your side of the audio and it fits with what your, what your organization, your company embodies, you know, so. Well, thank you. Um, and if I could take a moment to shout out the wonderful artist who created my logo along with my yeah, branding. Sure. Um, her name is Amanda Amadon. Um, she has a business called Amanda on Paper. Uh, you can go online, mm -hmm. find her, amandaonpaper.com. She is phenomenal. I basically gave her almost free reign of what to do with my business. I said, hey, this is my name. These are the colors that I want to go with and I want it to be something, you know, beautiful and ethereal and, you know, in relation to the moon and, and something, mm. you know, that almost symbolizes my relationship with the moon. And she created something I never could have even imagined. And now my mm -hmm. brand is so cohesive and beautiful and it's just so seamless. And I thank mm. her all the time because my sales not only increased by probably about 60 to 80%, but just the the input I get about my branding is always so positive. So highly, highly, highly yeah. recommend Amanda Amadon, Amanda on paper. She is phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one thing while I'm thinking of it that I could actually do too is uh, I could just include her information in the show notes too when I publish yeah. it. Yeah, I could so. get that to you after. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, it is, um, there's a lot. There's a lot that I think um, goes into it that sometimes gets missed, and sometimes they do really well. So, mm -hmm. like my, I had to create my uh, my logo for my podcast, but I um, I was using um, what was it? Uh, Canva. I used Canva yep. to create my logo. Canva is my granted, best friend. <laughs> yeah, granted, I I paid probably about buck 52 bucks for the main part of my logo but it really for what it is it i think it popped too but it's mm -hmm. it's on my actual podcast uh um so you'll probably see that when i tag you in it or, or whatever but um yeah so question two 
Your jeweler is not only beautiful, but also carries a sense of intention and positivity. Can you share more about how you infuse your creation with these qualities? Absolutely. Um, so I am a very spiritual person. I don't really have um, a religion that I believe in. I believe in the power of manifestation. I believe in the power of positivity. I believe that mm. if you know you really put your mind to something, you will get it. Um, and you know that's just me. I respect other religions. I respect what other people believe and wish, um, as long as they respect mine. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, and every t I have a, a ritual that I, I guess you could call it that I do every time I start creating um, because that's what a ritual mm -hmm. is, something that you do, you know, consecutively before a process. And I like mm -hmm. to light my favorite incense and I put it right near my station. Um, I'll put on either my favorite YouTube show, I'll put on a Netflix show or sometimes some music depending on my mood. And that kind of mm -hmm. sets the tone for what I'm making, <clears throat> excuse me. So if I'm making something a little more spooky, I might put on some, you know, spookier music or some metal or something mm -hmm. like that. Or if I'm making, you know, something a little bit more upbeat or happy, I'll put on, you know, some dance music or a show that makes me laugh or something like that. That way I'm really, really mm -hmm. manifesting that energy into the pieces that I'm creating. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. And I just put everything that I have into what I'm creating with the intention that the wearer will also receive that energy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, that's one thing I can't say I'm super knowledgeable about, <laughs> but I, my nephew is, um, he's big into those things. Like I'm imagining chakras are also associated with that mm -hmm. too right yep, they can be yep yep so he he's big into that stuff i think he's a proclaimed buddhist mm -hmm. but um but yeah no that's um and i agree um i think we need more of it in this world is um the ability to see each other's side and not look at it from a that doesn't fit my narrative so it must be yeah. wrong perspective yeah exactly so. and like Truly, um, the energy we put out into the universe affects us and others more than we realize. And I'm just trying to do my part mm. to put more positivity out there because we need it. We can never get enough. And I feel like with the way the world is lately, it's it's positivity is it's hard to find sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually that. uh a uh, small plug for the digital newspaper I write for. The name of it is Positive News for mm -hmm. You. So, and um, they're they're all about positivity in a world that is so can be so bleak if you look at the news. Mm -hmm. And they they really strive to find the best in the world and find uh, the positive side of things that they can publish. Yeah. So. One of the reasons why I don't have cable TV right now is because of the news. It's just, it's too much. I just can't, oh, I can't yeah. deal with it. You know, I get my current events from yep. word of mouth or other people, but I just, I stay away mm. from it. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you could easily find yourself in a hole. Um, yep. 
mentally, spiritually, all that, and it's just not. Yeah, the content we watch and read and listen to affects us just like everything else in the world that we do affects us. Every little thing, um, you know, affects your mindset and your views and your mood and all that. So, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, (laughs) So, next question, kind of lends to some of that uh the moon is a reoccurring theme in your work what significance does it hold for you and how does it inspire your artistic process Ooh, that's a good one um so the moon's energy uh, influences everything and this is a scientific fact like people people think i'm crazy when i get going about the moon sometimes Mm. because she is beautiful and magical and just this great force that has such an impact over all of us in this world but just sits up there in the sky looking over us so high and mighty but truly so Mm. beautiful um our internal biological rhythms are linked to the moon cycle which is why you know Mm. people tend to say like oh it's a full moon it's a new it's a new moon like oh you're getting crazy and like (laughs) no that's that's scientific like that's true because the energy that comes from the moon during these processes affects us all like i could tell you right now um Mm. the day where we were uh, gonna have our podcast earlier in the week was a new moon and oh my gosh yeah energy in the school that day whoa it was unreal because it's that (laughs) new moon energy here's coming for new beginnings and new energy and it's almost like the rebirth of the cycle um and oh Mm. let me tell you we felt it we felt it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i believe it oh man uh kids because you know they uh, it's one thing as an adult, you may realize that something's off or you may realize like, hey, I don't really feel like myself. Yeah. But kid, yeah, it's kind of just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, it, it's also a curious thought, correct me if I'm wrong, but the oceans and the bodies of water, they're also affected by that too, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's correct. The moon is what controls the tides and, um, you know, the, the rhythms of the ocean. Mm. All right. Yeah. So just another point that to, to what you're saying. Yeah. So, and we are made out of 70% uh, water. So keep that in your head too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good, uh, good connecting point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, as the founder and artist behind Moon Maven Co., could you walk us through your creative process? How do you decide on designs and materials for each piece? Yeah, so I actually don't really have a, a process. Um, and this comes in play with my ADHD. I I don't have any sort of schedule or any, you know, direct process. It's just I sit down at my station, I look at my materials, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, hmm, okay, I want to use this crystal. And then I work around that that crystal. So I'll decide, like, I'm going to use... I'm going to use onyx today, and then, hmm, do I want gold or silver? Okay, let's pick silver. All right, Mm. so I have black onyx and silver. What's going to go nice with that? Um, Sometimes throughout my day, like, I'll be inspired by something 
that I see on the internet, like, if I see, um, for, like, for example, if I see someone, you know, painted this picture that has crystals and mushrooms and, and, like, a foresty vibe, maybe Mm. that will inspire me to make a a piece that is kind of more forest-related or something with mushrooms or, um, it's always Mm. very situational for me. Um, a lot of the content that I, that I take in myself is what inspires me, which is why, you know, I'm a firm believer with um, the fact that the content that we absorb affects us in so, so, so many ways, which is why my feed is just full of either other content creators or positive, you know, positive pages, because I don't want to absorb that negative energy again, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. And um it's uh it's a curious thing because i think um you know i think we it may not be like a per se creative process but i think we all have some way of deciding things and it's different for each other but it it sounds like it's more of an intuitive um like okay let's see this is what i'm feeling let's do how can we how can we control like how can we shape it around that and make it branch out so that it's cohesive yes that's actually a great Um, way to put it it's definitely more intuitive for me hmm. yeah yeah um and that's that's good i mean it's a it in some regards it's almost um i i walk i straddle the line with my um work in terms of creative process it's uh so you know once i find the person that get like to be the guest do a little research into them get a hold of them um and then it kind of follows a sort of process like uh so from the point that we get the dates and all that con- controlled or on the schedule then comes the next part would be making the questions, putting them together, kind of feeling out the, the I don't know, the vibe, if you mm-hmm. will, of the potential guest. And when creating the questions, kind of have that intertwined within them so that it matches almost like the, uh, well, to take a word from your book, the energy of it, yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Um, I have to say the questions but, uh, that you sent me um, when I got to look at them beforehand, some amazing questions. Mm-hmm. I love the questions that you have prepared for me. I think they're really great. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you like them. So, um, so we'll uh, we'll get into question five. Being an entrepreneur is a journey. What challenges have you faced in establishing Move Maven Co? And how have they shaped your growth as an artist? Oh, boy. That's a good question. Um, So I will say when I started (laughs) my business, I did not know what I was doing. And uh, if I'm being honest, I still don't know what I'm doing. It's a lot of, um, of, you know, trial and error. It's a lot of, um, you know, mistakes. It's a lot of learning. Um, and just Mm -hmm. being able to recognize that it's not going to be perfect. Um, and that was something that was very hard for me at first because I, 
I strive for my idea of perfection, which my idea of perfection is mm -hmm. most likely um, more often unrealistic because I, I, I set my expectations <laughs> high for myself. And I think it's a good thing and a bad thing because I strive for that, mm -hmm. you know, that top tier, you know, goal, but sometimes it's hard to live up to that. And then I disappoint myself, but again, learning process, um, one of the mm -hmm. main things that I'm doing for myself this coming year is getting better at keeping my, my tax documents and all of those records more organized because as I'm getting ready for, yeah. as I'm getting ready for this upcoming tax season, I'm like, Oh my God, what did I do? And you know, I have this pile <laughs> of receipts that I'm trying to itemize and it's just, a headache mm. but i found this app that i um that i saw that's actually been a lifesaver i don't know if you've heard of it this is not sponsored in any way shape or form but it's called <laughs> okay. it's called keeper um and it's great you can link it like right to your debit card and then it helps oh. you keep track of all of the expenses and stuff that you that you've done for your business so that's pretty cool yeah, it, so so i i'm curious about that because i gotta navigate taxes <laughs> this year myself yeah um, so and, uh, I just downloaded so, it. It's it's um, free to use, but if you um, for two weeks and then you have to pay sixteen dollars a month to have it, which to me I think is totally worth it. Okay. I think it's totally worth it. Yeah. Um, because you can just go yeah. right into your credit card expenses or whatever you know bank account you use. You can decide like, oh, this purchase was a business expense. There you go, write it off. This purchase was a business mm. expense. There you go, write it off. And then come tax season. You mm -hmm. can get like um, a printout of a spreadsheet of all of your, um, you know, your write-offs and have it all itemized right there for you. So mm -hmm. you can just send that off to your accountant. Oh, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have to look into it a little bit yeah. more. But um, it sounds uh, sounds pretty interesting because I'm, um, you know, with the work I do, one of the tax write-offs would be the software I yep. use. So it's like, and then you know, keep an account for like, okay, um, what purchases do I have coming out? Mm -hmm. What income do I have coming in? Mm -hmm. You know, so, but uh, yeah, and no, I'll, I'll have to check that out, see uh, see what we got going on. Yeah, there. and it's super easy to use. I definitely, definitely recommend it. <laughs> all right, all right. And you said it's Keeper? Yeah, Keeper, K-E-E-P-E-R. Again, not sponsored, but it's like, I love it. It's, been, it's, it's super <laughs> easy to use. Mm, okay, nice, nice. All right. Um, so your, your goal is to help others express themselves creatively through your art. Can you share a specific instance where you felt your journey, jewelry made a meaningful impact on someone's self-expression or confidence? Yeah, so um, I'm actually gonna share two instances if that's okay. So um, mm -hmm. the first one yeah, is um, recently, a few months ago, I had a family member pass away, my Nana, um, may she rest in peace. And mm -hmm. when she passed away, I went to the funeral and I asked if I could take um, some flowers from her service because I had an idea that I really mm -hmm. wanted to um, dry the flowers and encase them in some resin. And that way I could give my family members um, a piece of her to carry with them forever and just cherish and have that, oh, wow. and have that memory. <clears throat> Excuse me. And mm -hmm. I did that and I 
gave everybody the pieces that I created for them for Christmas. Um, and the waterworks, <laughs> it was, it was, a, oh, I got... it was a beautiful moment. Um, you know, coming back full circle and just that the love and, you know, you could see it in everybody's eyes, how grateful they were for, you know, the time mm. that I took to do that for them and being able to, you know, memorial memorialize my Nana like that was very fulfilling for me. Um, and now I offer that service for other people as well. It's not something that's on my website right now, but I did post it on my social media, just letting people know like, hey, mm -hmm. you know, I do do memorial pieces. Um, I haven't worked with ashes yet, but it's something that I'm willing to do. Um, um, I could also do like ashes and resin, but um, flowers and stuff absolutely all the time. Um, and it's something mm -hmm. that it really, really, really brings meaning to me and my business being able to do that. Um, and then my second instance yeah. is, um, it's kind of a reoccurring instance, but I love when I get customers that mm, come back okay. to me and they tell me, oh my gosh, you know, the earrings I bought from you, I love them so much. I get so many compliments on them all <laughs> the time. And, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a person who loves to compliment other people. I go walk down the street and I'll compliment strangers all day and I'll say, hey, I love your hair. I love your shirt because that one comment can make a, a, a person's entire day you don't know what's going on in that stranger's life right now walking down the street if you say oh for sure hey i love your blue hair that is such a nice color maybe that person just lost their job maybe that person just lost a family member maybe they're maybe they're homeless and you don't even know that but like one right. you know, one positive word can change someone's entire day. So when I get those mm. reoccurring customers that come back to me and say that, oh my gosh, I get so many compliments all the time, it makes me think like, wow, this person's always getting positive input because of my jewelry. So not only are they complimenting mm -hmm. my work, but they're complimenting the person who wears it. So it's making them feel good and it makes me feel good. Mm. Yeah, now those are... Um... Those are certainly some great ways, and um, you know, especially with your Nana. Mm -hmm. um, now, I'm curious. This is a quick question aside, just because um, terminology. Um, are you are you Italian? <laughs> so I so my Nana is actually on my stepmother's side. It was my stepmother's mother, but my stepmother and that side of my family, yes, very Italian. Oh, okay, because. Uh, I'm I'm French and Italian, and I grew up in an Italian household. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I know that yeah. term. She must be Italian. <laughs> yep. So. so my actual genes, um, I am Czech. Um, my maiden name is Kula, uh, which is from the the Czech Greek derivative. Um, and then I'm very German. My my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, came over to America when she was 13 during the war, and um, she mm. she was a wonderful wonderful woman may she rest in peace um and i'm also irish and russian and jewish oh okay <laughs> I'm quite a bit of things <laughs> yeah yeah i guess so yeah. that's okay most of us are mutts right yes, yes. it makes us <laughs> so. makes us all beautiful beautiful humans exactly exactly i think i i probably have at best um as far as irish i probably have like one percent at best <laughs> but um my my nana her parents came off the boat from italy so she was first generation 
full blood full blooded Italian in you know the uh, you know born in born in America, but her parents came off the mm-hmm. boat. So and then kind of neat little his- history fact there. My nana's uncle um, was also straight off the boat from Italy. And he was a bit of a uh, infamous person in America in that time frame. Uh, his name was um, Angelo the Gentle Don Bruno. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was actually he was actually just showcased in a, a movie within the last few years, a very small part. Oh, really? But, um, yeah. Uh, so he was in the movie. His character likeness was in the movie um, uh, The Irishman with Robert De Niro. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. so um, I don't know if you caught that whole name, but The Gentle Don, mm. as in he was in the mafia. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, he went the way most mobsters go, shotgun blast to the face. Yep. So there was a uh, article in the newspaper about it. Um, my dad was still a kid or a teenager, somewhere around there, and he came in the door, and my nana was sitting at the kitchen table, going, you know, reading it. He came in, and she's like, she kind of goes, and she's biting her, like her, in between her thumb and yeah. her index finger, and just like, you know, because she's so upset, and my dad's like, hey, not, ma, what's up? He goes, nothing, nothing, just, just. Don't worry yeah. about it. Go go do whatever. And my dad looked at the newspaper and he's like, Oh, that's weird. Uh, Bruno, mm. huh? Well, we looked up it looked it up years later when I was born and um well when it, this is when I was in my twenties, almost thirties, and um we're like, Oh yeah, that's the guy, huh? Yep, he uh he he met with a violent shotgun blast. <laughs> that's like some real and, life uh, Sopranos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but my Nana's dad, you know, Bruno's brother was like, "Oh, look, you're you're going over there. Okay, I'm gonna go as far this way as I can, so I'm not associated with yeah. you." <laughs> and uh, my dad, we'd be in the car. Within the last few years, we'd be in the car, and he'd be like, you know, uh, when I was in my teens, it. I could have been a bagman. I could have, like, I could have done this. I could have done that. Um, and, you know, with the heritage, I'm like, yeah, but dad, it's like, come on, you know, where, you know, which way monsters go. <laughs> they, they go state evidence or they go in a body bag. Yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I could have, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> so, That's pretty interesting. But, uh, Thanks for sharing that with me. Yeah, you're welcome. It it is uh it's an interesting point of reference because some like years ago some people was like yeah get out of here you're full mm. of it I'm like no oh, seriously I love so. family history stuff I could talk about that stuff all day. It's just so intriguing <laughs> yeah. to figure out where we came from and where our family members came from and their experiences and all of that and I feel like it really connects us to yep. who we are and our our past selves and our old family members who aren't with us anymore. It's just a beautiful Mm. thing. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And I mean, 
although I always have to spell my spell my last name for people, <laughs> I uh, I grew up in a very Italian household. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but um, well, that that little diversion aside, <laughs> <laughs> um, in the realm of jewelry making, what sets Moon Maven Co. apart from other brands? What makes your creations unique? So circling back to kind of what I said earlier, um, I'm a multimedia artist. So I work with multiple mm -hmm. different mediums. I do resin. I do um, just straight up beads. I do crystals. I do mixed um, metals. Um, I'm hopefully going to try to get into silversmithing come summertime when I have the summer off. Um, that way I can bring some real genuine silver into my store. Um, but we'll see about that and we'll see how that works mm. out. Um, but I think the <laughs> fact that I cannot stick to one thing, it's both a, a blessing and a curse, um, kind of is what sets me apart is because I love to combine different styles. I love to combine different, mm. you know, different textures or different colors and things like that. Um, I don't stick to just one style. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have kind of like some spooky items. I have some more whimsical items. I have um, some more of the, the the moon, mystical, spiritual type things. Um, and it not only mm. helps me being able to not get bored or feel stagnant in what I do, but it also helps me be able to reach so many different types of customers which is also helping me yeah. be so successful uh, that's a that is good because i mean diversity is great in jewelry because um what goes with one outfit may not go with another and what <laughs> exactly. one person has a taste here may not go for exactly. there so Um, and that actually lends pretty nicely to the next question um, as far as diversity and whatnot. Um, the mystery tarot necklace and large labradorite um, bracelet are intriguing pieces. What inspired these designs and do they hold any personal significance for you? So the mystery tarot necklace is the first item I brought into my shop that is kind of like a mystery grab bag type of idea and I plan to do more like that. Um, I, mm -hmm. I am a big sucker for mystery bags. I love the idea of surprise um i'm always drawn into those things um i am constantly buying blind bags because they're so fun it's like a little gift you know mm. <clears throat> excuse me and yeah <laughs> it's so fun so i wanted to create one of my own for my shop and it's been a big hit i've sold a few of them um um part of my mystery bag obsession comes in hand with my shop because I offer these little um, $5 keychains in my $5 bin at my events that are, uh, they're called mini brands. Mm -hmm. I know you said you have kids, so I don't know if you're familiar with mini brands. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, yep. make jewelry, sure. I make jewelry and keychains out of them. And then the ones that I don't use, I end up mm. giving to my children. Um, but that way I get to open the mystery bags and then I get to create something with it. <laughs> so it's like a win-win for me. That's pretty creative. Yeah, so it's super fun. And then that comes in with the whimsical side of things is that that mystery aspect brings in the, the, the whimsical and fun, creative, kind of more um, 
your inner kid type of vibe. And then mm -hmm. with the large Labradorite bracelet, Labradorite is my absolute favorite stone. Um, it is such a powerful stone in so many different ways. Um, it's a protective stone. It's a stone that brings good health. It's a stone that helps bring positivity mm. into your life. Um, and it's also just beautiful because sometimes if you look at it, it just looks like this gray, boring stone. But then you can turn it just the slightest <laughs> way and it has this beautiful, beautiful flash of blue or pink or orange or whatever kind of Labradorite you may have because there's different kinds. Um, and it's just... It, oh, it's it's so beautiful. I love stones that have wow. a nice flash behind it. And I made that bracelet with different size beads because I wanted something a little bit more unique. Um, and then I ended up actually gifting mm. that to a good friend of mine who is also in small business world. Um, her name's Janet. So shout out to Janet. Um, <laughs> but Labradorite is actually probably the first stone I worked with, if I can remember correctly. Um, it's been my favorite stone mm. for years and years and years, and I love, love, love to create with it. Um, probably about a quarter of what I make um, is with Labradorite, if I'm if I'm being honest. Uh, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> um, it's a curious thought that, and then. Um, process that uh, occurs to me when I think of you describing that that rock the labradorite um, how true is it that our sometimes our inner beauty can only be seen when you put it in a certain perspective or you only put it in a certain light um, and then we see what by outward appearance is is just a plain old rock mm -hmm. but on the inward it's pack full of diversity yes so. i love that analogy you could use that also with like a geo too like a, if you if you find a geode like out in nature like a true geode you look at it and it just looks like mm -hmm. some boring lumpy rock you break into that geode and there's so many beautiful shiny crystal points that just glimmer and sparkle in different lights and different aspects <laughs> and it's truly encapsulates that that um that diversity and that inner beauty um wow i love that analogy thank you for for saying that yeah you're welcome you're welcome it was it was, it was just uh, occurred to me while i was listening to you talk about that as like, oh, that's pretty neat <laughs> but um yeah um your dedication to spreading positivity is evident uh how do you how do you envision Moon Maven Co. contributing to a more positive and beautiful world through your creations? Oh, wow. Um, positivity is very important to me. Um, it's, mm. it's not something that I've always practiced, um, and I'll own up to that. Um, it's actually it's harder to practice than you realize you really have to be mindful because it's a lot easier to be to be hateful or spiteful or negative than it is to be mindfully positive because you have to really work towards that it's it's a process that you have to think about um and once you get there it comes so much more naturally but i feel like in today's world a lot of us have just become so hardened and so cold just because of everything that we've been through as humans and everything that's going on in the world mm -hmm. around us um again we absorb that energy whether we realize it or not so it's it's truly it's a process and it's something i have to think about a lot but um i i want to be 
this positive pillar in my community um, because we need it. We need more positivity, and I pride myself in that. So I do a lot around my community, whether it's um, helping out at the CAC when I do my events or um, helping out throughout my school. Um, I actually just got hired on as the, the union para-secretary, which is something I stepped up for because ours fell through. And um, I'm really <laughs> excited about that. So it's another opportunity for me to be more um, present in my community and help out more um, and advocate mm. for my fellow coworkers. And um, I love I love to spread my, my positivity everywhere I go. I do a lot of positive work throughout my school. I, I've hung posters throughout my school with like positive, um, like there are positive posters where you could rip off um, like a positive saying to give to someone else. So it's like pass along the positivity. I love to hand out little cards that have positive, you know, uh, manifestations on it to people, whether it's strangers or coworkers, because that little, little positive note could just make somebody's day. You never, you never know. And it, yeah. it takes 0.5 seconds to just, here you go. And like, I just walk away and I don't even, sometimes I don't even wait for the reaction because I just, I just know it's going to make someone smile mm. and I try to incorporate that as much as I can throughout my jewelry as well, through my interactions with other creators, through my interactions with my customers. Um, it's something that's really important mm. to me and my mindset change kind of happened um, when I started my business, which was um, I needed a hobby. I needed something to do and I started making earrings for myself and I got so many compliments mm -hmm. that I started making more and I sold them. And now I have this absolute plethora of jewelry in my house that, <laughs> that I just, I didn't know what to do with. So I started selling it and it became this amazing thing. Um, and another way for me to connect with people and just spread that positivity. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, that is, that's all good things, all good things indeed. And, um, use more of it right mm. so. all right so last question looking ahead what exciting plans or new creations can your customers look forward to from moon maven co yeah so again circling back to um what my plans for the summer i am really really hopeful to be able to go to school um in worcester and learn more about silversmithing. That way I can bring rings into my shop because right now the, the metals that I work with, they're not true silver and it's not true gold because that stuff is really expensive to um, source right now. Oh yeah. To source right now. And um, finding the right mm -hmm. wholesaler is key. And I just haven't found the right wholesaler to get silver or gold from. Um, so <clears throat> when I offer rings, I don't want to offer not true silver rings because i don't want to have my rings turn people's fingers blue um so right, I, right i've gotten a lot of feedback that people want rings so come summer my goal is to go to school learn how to silversmith that way i can offer some true silver rings and maybe some pendants and possibly work some earrings into that too that's exciting yeah um yeah, and while I'm thinking of it, after we're done recording, uh, I have something I want to ask you, but I'll wait till uh, till we're done. Sure. So, um, so now comes the outro. Um, as we bid adieu to this cosmic conversation, we want to express our deepest gratitude to you, Hannah of Moon Maven Co, 
for sharing your story and illuminating the path of intentional artistry. May your creations continue to radiate positivity and empower self-expression. We hope you, dear listeners, feel inspired to explore the handcrafted wonders at Moon Maven Co. and carry a piece of its enchantment with you. Until our next uplifting encounter, stay inspired, stay positive, and always enjoy your coffee on the couch. <laughs> the blessed be.